Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, the Sydney Kings, they took game one of their semifinal playoff series last night against Cairns. A strong second half overwhelming the top ends in the end at home at Kudos Bank Arena. It was 95-87, but... Geez, not before the Taipans gave as good as they got. In fact, better in, in the first half to take a nice little lead into the main break. Um, and Jonah Antonio on fire from deep. Uh, but in the end, class prevailed and the favourites won through to take that 1-0 lead in the series. There's plenty happening. Jack Jumpers have got a win tonight against the Breakers to keep that series alive. So we thought it was high time to get the ESPN analyst uh, Liam Santa Maria on. Uh, Liam, appreciate your time. Good morning to you. Good morning, Sam. Good to be with you, mate. Uh, how did you see it last night? Uh, Xavier Cooks, I didn't mention him, but uh, his big game mentality was um, was significant in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, he was a force, wasn't he? 27 points, 14 rebounds, really showed why he was the MVP of the league this season, how, how valuable he is to that team because uh, the Titans, well, they had a bit of trouble uh, handling him around the basket, no doubt about that, and you were right, though. That the the snakes really, um, yeah, made a statement in that first half. They caught fire from long range in the second quarter. Um, terrific cameo appearance from from the seldom used reserve mm-hmm. Jonah Antonio, lighting it up. I think in it that was first half. Yeah, was it five triples at the at halftime? I think. Yeah, he had seventeen points, and uh, he was just on fire. It was really fun to watch. Um, and the Titans have managed to put fifty nine points on the board. So. Some soul searching for the for the Sydney Kings at halftime. Their defense wasn't at, at the level that we're used to, and then they really put the clamps on after halftime and and asserted their authority. Yeah, big credit to the Kings here. I'm often fascinated, regardless of the sport, Liam, what it's like in this situation when you are Sydney. So you're the correct me if I'm wrong, but the pretty strong favourites. You're playing at home. All the pressure on you then if you're down by nine ten at half time and with it all ahead of you. So your ability to dig yourself out of that rut and get going and get back to what you know you do well, you know, it, it must be difficult at times, but they did it well. Yeah, you're right. I think they showed their, their championship medal in that moment because uh, there was some pressure in that situation at half time. It was interesting hearing head coach Chase Buford and of course the superstar Xavier Cooks talking post game about that half time and they were both referencing the video analysis that the team did in the, in the locker room at that time, just looking at what they were not getting done defensively. Mm-hmm. And um, Xavier Cook said, look, it really hit home. And we came out with a with a point to prove. We knew what we needed to turn up defensively. They kept Kansas to just 10 points in the third quarter, poured in 27 of their own and complete the, completely turned the game on its head. Yeah, and that's interesting, isn't it? So less emotive, like tapping into less emotion and just keeping it more methodical, more system-based via the vision. That was the word, yeah. That was, and it's funny, we're, we're used to seeing Chase Buford uh, show all his passion and emotion <laughs> on the sidelines. But, but yeah, the, uh, that's how, what they, they sort of told us after the game was that um, it was more about having a look, having a look at, at ourselves and, you know, it was almost a sort of a metaphorical look in the mirror and saying, look, this is what you guys served up in the first half defensively. Wide open look after wide open look to guys who can really knock it down and no pressure on the ball. So you could see it in the first couple of possessions 
of that second half, the change that they made at that end of the floor, and then that sparks Sydney's running game. They're getting stops, they're forcing tough shots, and then they're pushing it down your throat the other end. Yeah, they were indeed. I think it was a 17-0 uh, run in the third as well, so that was the smack. That was the, uh, that was the pivotal moment. Yeah, it was. And then they were able to kind of uh, answer all the questions Cairns asked in the, in the fourth quarter and, and close it out, make some clutch free throws down the stretch, some ferocious dunks from Xavier Cooks yeah. late to make a bit of a statement as well. And, and as a result, they, uh, they take first blood. So one zip, they held serve on their home floor. And we're going to go back to far north Queensland for game two tomorrow night and, and a chance for... Um, the Taipans, well, a chance for Sydney to close the series out if they can get it done, and and then the pressure on the Taipans to keep their season alive. Now, just on Cook, so had a brilliant set of numbers, as you say, and, and a couple of key jams in the last. He's really perfected that stare down, though, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he finds, he knows that he, after he throws it down, Sam, he either knows <laughs> I got to find the camera yeah. <laughs> along the baseline, or if the guy I just yammed it on is right in front of me. I'm going to make sure I'm right in his face. So, yeah, there's some intimidation factor from Xavier Cook for sure. And he gets the headlines, as you'd expect. His first game as MVP, and he was brilliant. But he had some – it was a pretty strong support cast too. So Derek Walton Jr. was solid. Uh, who else? Tim Soares was solid. I think Justin Simon chipped in as well. Yeah, and some guys coming in off the bench and contributing as well. I thought Quat Noy played an important role off the bench against his former team. Um you know, when things weren't really going well for the Kings, he ticked the scoreboard over. And I was impressed with the play of veteran reserve point guard Sean Bruce uh, coming in off the bench, giving Derek Walton Jr. a little bit of a rest and um, finding guys. He brought a bit of a spark of, of energy. But you're right, Cooks was the leader of the pack and Walton Jr., those two guys, all NBL first team this season. And, um, you know, their class really came to the front, especially in that second half. I'm talking to NBL ESPN analyst Liam Santa Maria. Uh, Liam, so what chance do you give Cairns? They don't have to wait long. So as you say, it's tomorrow night up there, uh, the tip-off for this one in Game 2. Can they turn it around? I mean, they've copped some injuries, uh, unfortunately, for them. They're less than full strength. Can they Can they square it up, do you think? What chance do you give them? Oh, look, they can. Of course they can. You know, you're, you're a quality side if you're involved at this pointy end of proceedings in the NBL season. But um, it's going to be tough. You know, they're, they're heavily undermanned. No Keanu Pinder. He's, he's actually really important for them matching up against the Kings because he's another big, strong, athletic body you can throw up against Davey Cooks at various times. So they're really missing him. We're waiting to see whether they might get to Jim a call back into the lineup. He will be helpful if they can get him uh, to lace them up. Um, but, geez, the Kings are a force. And, uh, you know, I, I would think that they would go into that game favourite, despite the fact that they'll be on the road. So Cairns will have to do what, uh, obviously, the jack jumpers have to do tonight, don't they, Dan, at uh, Hobart? 7.30 tip-off against the Breakers. So, geez, Liam, they strangled the Jackies over there uh, in New Zealand. I think their lowest score for, for several months, anyway, the jack jumpers, probably against the same opponent going all the way back to, to October. So can Tasmania square things up? Good question, and that's a great word to use to describe it. They did strangle them. They kept Tassie to just 68 points, and um, they never really let the Jack Jumpers get going at the offensive end. You know, guys like Milton Doyle, All-NBL first team himself, he he couldn't really get himself into the game offensively. And um, the Breakers, who are the number one ranked defensive team in the league this season, uh, they showed what they are capable of at that end of the floor in a big way, right across the 40 minutes as well. So it was an 
a really impressive performance in game one in their first uh, postseason game, that franchise, since 2018. Uh, and now we see how they can back that up in Tasmania. Really tough place to win yeah. for road teams at My State Bank Arena. And uh, the Jack Jumpers also have shown a really good ability to wipe the slate clean and bounce back from bad losses. Yeah. Uh, Scott Ross does a great job with that team, refocusing them and, uh, you know, quickly moving on. So it's all on the line. There's things on the line tonight, and they're going to have to get that done in a big way. They're well coached, aren't they? I was just going to raise that. And, and they can catch fire down there. They, they get excited down there in, in Hobart, uh, Liam. So if they start well, the crowd get themselves into a little bit of a frenzy down there, then who knows what could happen. Exactly. And we've seen it before, Sam. We saw it at this point last season where they lost the opening game of the semifinal series against Melbourne United. In Melbourne, their season was on the line and the Jack Jumper fans, the Ant Army, went nuts down there in the nest and um, they did what they needed to do to extend the series. And then, of course, they shocked the world in, in at John Kane Arena uh, when they knocked Melbourne United out of, out of uh, the finals. So well, they've done it before. Uh, a slightly new cast of characters, Milton Dahl, Rashad Kelly, those key imports weren't on that team this season, and they're going to need to play a big role tonight. But a bunch of the others, including Scott Roth, have been through this before, and he'll have them focused and ready to perform well tonight. Liam, the NBL is just at a fascinating juncture at the moment, so we're at the real nitty-gritty now. Looking forward to tonight and tomorrow night and what comes after that. Appreciate you steering us through it all this morning. Cheers, Sam. Good to chat. There's Liam Santamaria there. The NBL analyst uh, knows the league and the game inside and out, does his fine work for ESPN.